Welcome everyone to the God Be Known podcast, where we want to know God and let God be known. Welcome everyone to another episode of the God Be Known podcast. I hope you guys are doing great and uh, you guys are having a lovely day. Um, you know, it is my privilege and honor to get to do this and I am having a lot of fun. Um, I'm going to be honest with you guys. Uh, many of you guys are, are responding back and it's really nice and encouraging uh, to see and to also hear. Today, I want to speak about expectations. All right, for those that are in your car listening to this or maybe in your bedroom or maybe you are on YouTube watching this via video, I want to speak directly to you. You have an expectation. I have an expectation. And it's time to talk about it because... Um, I want to I want to share with you guys, you know, some solutions on how we could approach our expectations in a healthy way. And I want to help alleviate the frustration that you are feeling in life. And we're going to talk about the details of expectation. Um, but man, I'm excited to get into this topic because this is something that I think resonates with me. And I believe will resonate with a lot of people as well. I'm going to sip my tea because your boy is going to talk a lot. Um, I just turned 30. November 22nd, uh, 2022, I turned 30 and I have left the decade of my 20s. And now I am in the decade of my 30s, which is exciting. Um, it's, it's actually quite a thrill. And, uh, you know, I'm excited for what God has in store. Um, you know, there, there has been a lot of lessons I learned in my 20s. Uh, a lot of obstacles that I had to overcome, a lot of challenges, but man, a lot of mountain high top moments as well of just seeing, you know, the faithfulness of God in, in every season of my life, in the challenging moments and also in the good moments. And man, you know, when I look back at my 20s, I'm so thankful for what I have learned. I'm so thankful for all the challenges. I'm so thankful for all of the experiences that I had because it has shaped me to become the person uh, I am today. And really, you know, accomplishing, you know, so much and what God has done in me and through me. Anyways, I'm grateful for it. But I remember, you know, when I turned 30, you know, I had a moment of gratitude. But then I won't lie to you guys. I got to be transparent about this. Um, I, had, I, had a, I had a moment where uh, I was anxious. I was anxious. Uh, you know, all of us, you know, it, it's quite interesting. You know, when you think about life, you know, we... we approach you know our preteens which is like 12 and and you know by the age of 16 and in some countries and some cities you know you could you could drive a, a, a car you know it, it's awesome you know big significant moments in our lives or when you turn 18 you become a legal young adult right or 21 if you're in america right and 
And then, you know, there's the age of 25, which is like, oh, I'm in between, like I'm, I'm, I'm right in the middle, you know, five more years left till 30 and, and five years has passed since, you know, I was, you know, 20 years old. And then, you know, you hit 30. And all of us have those moments at, at those particular ages or, you know, whatever it might be to you. It might be relative, relative or subjective to you on uh, what age you may experience this. But there's this moment where you begin to think to yourself, have I accomplished all that I needed to? You know, have I have I arrived? You know, um, you know, am I the person that I should be at this age? You know, you begin to like question and like doubt yourself you know this fear begins to kick in you know and 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 now you know there are people that are like trying to get all their ducks in a row because they hit that you know certain age whatever it may be right but i just remember feeling that right there's there was this expectation on me um or this maybe expectation that i i put on myself and as a result of thinking that you know, I haven't, you know, met that standard or met that expectation. It, it created and induced within me this fear and anxiety in my life. Um, and of course, you know, the Lord, you know, really had to reframe how I think about it and, and change my perspective and, and, and really, you know, help me to think in a different way. But this is something that I think a lot of people deal with, right? It's like you're, you're worried um, you're anxious, um, you know, maybe even feeling guilty or maybe having a low self-esteem or a lack of confidence because there is a certain expectations, expectation that you have of yourself or maybe that others have put on you that you're not meeting. And, and today, man, I really, really want to help us, um, you know, approach and, and take this journey together on how we could, you know, uh, approach our expectations in a healthy way. Um, but first, let's first define an expectation. How about we do that first? An expectation is a strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future. You know, that's, that's one definition of an expectation. Another definition is a belief that someone will or should achieve something. So many of us have an expectation that we will or we should achieve something by this age, by this time, you know, in this particular season, right? And so a lot of us have these expectations, but, you know, we have these expectations of ourselves, you know, of who we should be at this particular time you know, at this age of my life, right? Um, what we should accomplish, right? We have these expectations of ourselves or values that we should be living up to, right? We have these expectations of ourselves or it's maybe expectations that we have of others or maybe that others have of us. You know, what expectation does God have of me and what expectation do I have of God? right? Um, or it could be family, right? Or it could be parents, it could be siblings, it could be our, our spouses, our 
fiancés or it could be our boyfriend, our girlfriend. It could be our friendships, right? These, these are expectations that maybe other people have of us or that we have of other people, right? Or maybe it's expectations of where we should be, right? Where I should be career-wise, right? Or where I should be financially, or where I should be relationally, right? It's like all of us have these expectations, right? Or maybe expectations of dreams you hope to achieve by this time, by this age, right? Or maybe goals you aspire to accomplish in different areas of your life. And the list goes on and on and on. This is not even an exhaustive list, but everyone has expectations. And the next question that I believe we have to ask ourselves and truly guys, we got to get honest and we got to talk about this because the next question is where do these expectations come from? Like really begin to ask yourself, like, like let's get into this conversation. Let's get into this dialogue. Where do your expectations come from? Seriously, where do they come from? Do they come from a cultural norm? Do your expectations come from social conditioning? right? A conditioning maybe uh, uh, among your, your parents or your family? Is it a conditioning uh, among your friend group, right? Or is, is it a conditioning even from social media, right? Where do your expectations come from? Where do our expectations come from? Or maybe our expectations come from life experiences of what has happened in the past, right? Or maybe your expectations, you know, come from, you know, your own personal mindset. You know, these are things that you have integrated within yourself. These are things that, that you have, you know, really established in your own mind and in your own heart is like, I want to accomplish this. This is an expectation that I have. It's a personal mindset. So these are where our expectations and so much more could come from. Right. And so really how expectations affect us is they shape our perception of reality. Expectations, what they do is they shape, they mold our, our, our perception, our, our thinking, our, our perspective, our view of reality. Understand that if if expectations are beliefs we have about reality or the outcome of events, that will certainly shape our perception of the reality that we want to live in or the reality that we're living in today, right now. Let me give you guys an example. Let's just say there's a girl or a guy who has been heartbroken in the past, right? You know what that does? What it does is that that experience has shaped their perception of reality. And what does that do? It, they are now expecting in their next relationship to end up in heartbreak. Why? Because expectations based off of our life experience in the past has shaped our perception of reality. Now, what you think and what we think is Every single time I get into a relationship, because this has happened in the past, it's going to happen now in this next relationship that I'm in. I'm going to end up in heartbreak. You're constantly living in fear now. You're constantly staying up, you know, you know, at night, wondering 
and even assuming that that man or that girl is doing something with someone else, right? Why? Because that life experience set an expectation and now that expectation has shaped your perception of reality. Now listen, I'm, I'm talking about expectations. Now that's in a much more negative sense, but you, you and I have to understand that expectations can actually be a good thing. You know, it could be a good thing because here, listen, good, expecta good expectations can actually result in an optimistic future. You know, when you have great expectations, you're optimistic about the future. You have hope for the future. You expect good things for the future. And this is, this is in a way good. And, and when you set expectations that contribute to your personal or corporate, you know, human flourishing, this is good. This is good. When you set expectations in your life that contribute, that, that give value to your human flourishing or human flourishing within a relationship, right? That's a good thing. That's awesome. You know, um, you know, they shape our reality by positive expectations that we have. This is in a way good, you know, for us to, to have these expectations. But listen to me. It could, expectations could also be bad because false expectations create false perceptions of reality. Just like that example that I brought up, right? You know, when just because you had that life experience in the past of being heartbroken, right? It doesn't mean that has to be your reality in today, right? It, that doesn't have to be a defining moment that determines the rest of your life that you're constantly going to be heartbroken. No, no, no. You know, it's it's false expectations creating false perceptions of reality you know you know you know what that does when you have false expectations therefore creating false perceptions of reality you always end up in the place of being discouraged and disappointed okay i want i want everybody to hear me out right now listen the greater the gap there is between your expectation right and the reality that you're living equals the frustration that you and I feel, <laughs> right? The more there is a gap between the expectation you have and the reality that you're living, the more of a frustration you and I are going to feel. And most of us right now, we are frustrated and we don't know why. May I propose to you that it may be because you have set an expectation and because there is a great gap between the expectation that you have and the reality that you're living, that is the reason why you and I are frustrated, right? Let me share with you guys two stories. I think there is a danger in social media. There is a great danger. H hear me out. I am, I am, I am not like a negative Nancy when it comes to social media. I love social media. I think it'd be, it could be used for great and, and good things, right? But there is also a negative side to it. Hear me out. Most of us do not have the capacity to endure and, per, and, and persevere in life because social media has painted a false reality and has given false expectations. 
I'll give you guys a personal example. When it's come to marriage, right? I love marriage. Marriage is awesome and marriage is a blessing. But hear me out. Social media, what it's done is when you're constantly scrolling and you are watching couples always having a great time. Oh, I love you. Oh, you're so amazing. Oh, you're so beautiful, right? Oh, I just want to see him. Oh, I just want to see her, right? Like, it's always good. It's always mushy. It's always love. It's always honeymoon. And it's like always great. And it's always awesome. And it's like, okay, that's cool. But listen, social media is just posting highlight reels, right? It's, it's not the full reality of life. And when young people are constantly scrolling and thinking this is reality, right? When they actually get into a real relationship and when there is trouble and when there is challenges <laughs> and when there is fights and when there is arguments, they're not able to endure. They're not able to persevere because they had false expectations that created a false reality, right? And, and, and the reason why you're frustrated is because social media has painted for you and I a picture that is not reality. I cannot begin to emphasize this enough. I'm getting excited because this is something that I believe really God had to show me. Like people even had to show me and be like, no, this is the reality of marriage. There is blessing and there is greatness and there is that love. There is that, you know, intimacy and there are those good moments. But listen to me, there is also the challenging moments. There's also the struggle. There's also the tension. And listen, if you're not prepared for that and if you don't have a right expectation or reality, not a pessimistic point of view and not a blind eye by just being completely optimistic. That's not what I'm saying. But when you are a realist, right? And you have a real expectation, it prepares you for the real thing. Okay. So that's one example, right? Is that the more you have a false expectation that creates a false reality, the more frustrated you'll become, the more you won't be able to endure and persevere when you go through real trials and real challenges in your life in this sense. Here's the second thing, second story. I remember a few years ago, there was a young woman that had approached me and her main frustration was that God was not speaking to her, that she couldn't hear the voice of God anymore, that he, that the Lord had completely stopped talking to her. And I believe this, this moment was really divinely inspired and I really could not have come up with this on my own. It was really the Holy Spirit that helped me. But she began to tell her, her story and she began to share with me about how God used to meet her in these grandiose moments. Like she would ask the Lord for something and the Lord would respond back to her and, and he would speak to her in this way. Remember, she was telling me a story about how um, her leg, you know, it, 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 something happened to her leg and she had asked the Lord for healing and the Lord responded. He healed her. It was amazing. 
right? And this is all in her past. She's, she's explaining this. But then, she, but then she began to tell me how the Lord was no longer doing that in her life. <laughs> like he wasn't speaking to her in the way that he used to speak to her in the past. And I, again, I could not have come up with this question on my own. It was purely the Holy Spirit. And I asked her, well, what's your expectation of how God speaks to you? And then she began to say to me, well, how he used to speak to me back then. And, and that's, that was the moment that I realized, wow, she has narrowed down to just one thing on how God speaks to her. So we began to talk about how God speaks through his word. God speaks in, through people. God speaks in many different ways and that we shouldn't narrow down how God speaks to us, but this is how God speaks to us. And, and he speaks to us in multiple of different ways. And let me tell you, by the end of that conversation, she understood that this whole entire time God has been speaking to her. But because she had a false expectation that created a false reality, therefore creating frustration with inside of her, she could not see and she could not uh, hear the voice of the Lord because she narrowed it down to just one thing. Guys, are you hearing me right now? False expectations create false perceptions of reality. And the more there is a gap between our expectation and the reality that we're living, the more of a frustration that we're going to feel. And so let's talk about this. Let's talk about how can we approach our expectation in a healthy way. I want to help out some people. I want to help you out. I really want to help you out. So here's number one. Number one is to be self-aware or understand your preconceived expectations. Okay. This is, this is about self-awareness. This is about acknowledging. This is about understanding your preconceived expectations. I want you to begin to ask yourself these questions. What are my expectations? What are my expectations? See, most of us are just going through life, not knowing that, that we have expectations and we need to bring it to the surface for us to be self-aware, acknowledge them and understand what our expectations are. And then begin to ask yourself, where do these expectations come from? Do they come from my life experience in the past? Do they come from social norms? Do they, uh, sorry, cultural norms? Do they come from social conditioning? Where do these expectations come from? And ask yourself, why do I have these expectations? Ask yourself. The, the reason why you want to do this is because you want to bring to awareness. You want to begin to acknowledge. You want to begin to understand your preconceived expectations make it conscious right after you do that do number two ask yourself are these expectations realistic and healthy are these expectations that i have and where they come from and why i have them are they realistic and are they healthy well okay how do you determine if they're realistic number one let's let's figure this out number one is you want to measure them against the truth measure them against the word of god these expectations that i have 
measure them against the word of God. Okay, Christians, hear me out. Listen to me. If you have an expectation that the moment you become a Jesus follower, that everything is going to go your way and that there's going to be no struggle and no challenge, listen, you have not measured it against the word of God. Jesus says, in this world, you will encounter many trials, but take heart. I will be with you. I have overcome the world, right? Measure these expectations against the truth of God's word, right? You want to do that. The second thing you want to do is bring people in and bring people in who experienced what you're experiencing right now, right? These could be mentors. These could be people that you really look up to. These are people who have had quite a bit of life experience more than you, right? And begin to bring them in and ask them, is this realistic, right? This is something that I really had to do. Okay, now, okay, so now that we, we learned how to determine if they're realistic, how do we determine if they're healthy, right? And here's just a few things. Do they hold me back or move me forward? <laughs> See, many of us have expectations and they're not moving us forward but they're holding us back. You know what? I'll even take it as far as to say this. They're not just holding us back. They are paralyzing us. We can't move forward in life. Why? Because we have these expectations, these, these uh, intangible expectations that we need to make tangible again, right? Do they hold me back or do they move me forward? That's how we could determine if they're healthy or not. Do they affect the quality of my overall well-being or my relationship with others negatively, right? This is a way that you could really determine whether these expectations are healthy or not, is do they affect the quality of my overall well-being or my relationship negatively or positively, right? Here's another one. Do they push me towards or away from my values? or who I want to become and what I want to accomplish, right? These are ways that you could determine whether these expectations are realistic and healthy. I hope I'm helping someone out. I really do feel that I am helping someone. All right, here, here's another thing to really um, help us approach our expectations in a healthy way. You guys ready for this? Be open to everything <laughs> not going your way. <laughs> be open to everything not going your way. In the last episode, episode two, talking about uncertainty and decisions, right? I brought up this example of holding things loosely. It's not saying that we don't hold expectations, especially good expectations, right? But hold them loosely, right? Uh, I love what James says in scripture. You know, he, he talks about how our, our life is a mist. It's, it's, like, it's like there one moment and it's gone the next. He talks about how we shouldn't be so confident to, to plan and say, you know, by this time and by, 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 you know, this age, I'm going to be here and I'm going to accomplish this. But rather he says, what you should actually say is God willing. God willing. In other words, hold it loosely. Hold it 
loosely. Hold the expectations loosely. Don't hold them so tightly. Why? Because if you hold it tightly, right? If you hold it tightly, the expectation that you have, that you've held tightly, and the, the reality that you'll live will create the frustration you and I experience. So listen, I want you to be open to everything not going your way. Everything's not going to go your way. It just won't. You know, there are some things in my life that has not gone the way that I expected for them to go. But in, in and over that was God's sovereignty. Looking back at it now, I'm like, wow, thank God that I had to go through that. Thank God that I experienced that, right? But you have to hold it loosely. So be open to everything not going your way. This is how we could approach our expectations in a healthy way. Here's another thing. Communicate your expectations, <laughs> right? A lot of us are expressing our frustration, but we're not communicating our expectation. Ooh, that's a word. And because of that, I'm going to drink my tea right? You're expressing your frustration because you haven't communicated your expectation. Ooh, I had to learn that lesson. Ooh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I had to learn. I need to communicate my expectation. I need to communicate it. I need to communicate my expectation even for me to know, is this a bad expectation or is this a good expectation? Talking it out with someone, having dialogue with someone, uh, uh, talking about it with the Lord and for him to, to convict me or discipline me and say, this is a bad expectation. Or he will say, this is a good expectation. Communicate your expectations. Listen, I think, uh, I think a lot of us are frustrated in our relationships because we're expressing our frustration, but we're not communicating our expectation. Oh man, I, I could go on and on about that. Man, that's, that's something I have to learn big time. Okay, here's the last thing. Don't be hard on yourself when you don't meet an expectation. Try again, right? A lot of us are, are beating ourselves over the head. I didn't meet this standard. I didn't meet this expectation, right? Right? Oh, I just turned 30 and I, and I haven't met this expectation. And you beat yourself over the head. You feel guilty. You feel shame. You... You, you feel bad about yourself. No, 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 no. Listen, you have to extend the grace that God has extended to you, to yourself. I hope that made sense. The same grace that God has extended to you, you have to extend to yourself, right? The reason why a righteous man could fall seven times and get back up seven times is because of the grace that was extended to him. Man, so... Man, I really hope this is helping. I really feel that this is helping someone out. You have to not be hard on yourself. Don't beat yourself over the head. Listen, get up and try it again. All right. Why is this all important, guys? Why is it important to talk about expectations? Because listen, expectations will affect how you do things and what you want to accomplish. It will, it, your expectations actually determine your performance. <laughs> right? If you have an expectation of yourself that you are continuously going to be a failure, you're always not going to accomplish the things that God has put on your heart. Or if you always expect from yourself that you're always going to fail at something, you're never going to step into it to begin with. 
Why? Because you have an expectation and that expectation determines your performance, right? But listen to me, if you have a great expectation that, yeah, you might fail, but you're not a failure, that means you're going to move forward. You're going to proceed forward to do the thing that God has called you to do. Why? Because you expect that from yourself. You expect, yeah, I might fail, but at least I tried. Yeah, I might fail, but God is with me. Yeah, I might fail, but listen, God will lead me. It's the expectation you have on yourself that determines your performance and will affect how you do things and what you want to accomplish. And here's another reason why it's important. Your reality is predicated on your expectations. Your reality is predicated on your expectation. Whatever a man soweth, he reapeth. If you sow bad expectations, you're going to reap back a bad life, right? Uh, your reality is predicated on your expectation. Okay, I want to conclude here because I, I want to conclude with this last point. And, and, it's, and, it's, and it's highlighting the, the, the point that I just brought up, which is your reality is predicated on your expectation. A.W. Tozer says, what comes into our minds when we think about God is the most important thing about us. What comes into our minds when we think about God is the most important thing about us. What expectations do we have of God? Because your reality is predicated on your expectation. Yesterday, I saw an Instagram post from Mike Todd, Pastor Mike Todd, I apologize. And he said, expect good from God. I love that. So simple, but yet so profound. Expect good from God. What comes into your mind when you think about God is the most important thing about us. What expectation do we have of God? Do we have an expectation of God that he's a father above who is always punishing his kids? Do we have an expectation of God that he's not a provider? Do we have an expectation of God that he's not generous? What comes into your mind when you think about God is the most important thing about you. See, a lot of us, we have allowed social media, we have even allowed our own feelings to determine the expectation that we have of God and even how we see God. We've allowed our, our life experiences to determine our expectation of God, therefore creating our perception of reality of who God is and what God is in my life. Listen to me. Expect good from God because he's a good God. I, I want to speak to non-Christians that are listening to this podcast. Please do not allow life experiences, feelings, people, social media to determine your expectation that ultimately creates and shapes your perception of who God is. Go to the Word of God. Go to the Bible. 
begin to read the life of Jesus, who is the expression of the Father, who shows us the character and the nature of the Father. What comes to your mind when you think about God is the most important thing about you. The whole reason why I created this podcast is for us to know God intimately, know Him truly, to know His character, to know who He is. And as a result of that, allow Him to be known. To my Christians, let us know God. Let us have a right expectation that shapes our reality of who God is, truly who God is, based off of His Word measured against the truth. I'm telling you, the more we begin to know God, the more we begin to have a, a right view of God, the more we begin to, to, to have a right expectation of God, I'm telling you, the more we can live a life onto God and express the goodness of His nature and the goodness of who He is to the world. This is the reason why I'm talking about expectations. Yeah, we could talk about expectations in many different areas of our life, and I hope that it applied to many different areas of your life and relieved you of the frustration that you are feeling and begin to apply the practical tools that I gave you and the questions that I gave you to ask yourself. But more importantly, what is most important is the expectation that we have of God and is it in line with the truth and with the scripture to know God truly and rightly is the most important thing about us. So I, I, I pray that this really helped out a lot of people. Uh, I pray that, that we, we approach our expectations in a healthy way. Uh, I pray that we have a right view and know the Father correctly so that we can let God and His goodness be known to the world. Man, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, I love, I love doing this. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, the, the more I begin to get comfortable with the podcast and the setting of a podcast um, to express my life experiences and also help other people out man the more i become encouraged to just continue to do this more and so um, i want all of us to remember this i want you to know god and let god be known have a great day everybody